Welcome to our 10-minute takeaway. Today we are speaking about tips in your acquisition process. First, time management. The biggest enemy of an acquisition entrepreneur is time. With limited funds, an acquisition entrepreneur needs to allocate his time efficiently from the very beginning of the search phase. Within the search phase, there are two primary processes to which an acquisition entrepreneur should allocate her time. One, the industry-driven proprietary search. And two, the intermediated or brokered search. An acquisition entrepreneur must also manage search fund operations. The general consensus is that an acquisition entrepreneur should allocate approximately 80% of his time to the industry-driven proprietary search process and 20% to the intermediated or brokered search, with a very small amount of time dedicated to search fund operations. The industry-driven proprietary search process. The first step of the industry-driven proprietary search process is to find industries of interest that also fit a set of criteria deemed necessary for success. It is difficult to be credible, thoughtful, and engaged in more than one to three industries at any one time, but an acquisition entrepreneur can quickly cycle through industries in a handful of months. The second step is to build a list of companies and individuals to contact within these industries. Finding names of companies, descriptions, owners, and contact information is a tedious and time-intensive process. Another effective way to leverage time is to find and utilize industry experts, or river guides. Selling river guides on introducing an acquisition entrepreneur to business owners in exchange for 0.5% of deal value is easier than selling owners on giving up control of their business. And, a warm introduction with business owners is much more efficient than a cold introduction. In addition, Conversations with river guides can be used to educate an acquisition entrepreneur on the industry, especially with questions an acquisition entrepreneur would not want to ask sellers. While river guides are often the best path to success, an acquisition entrepreneur should not rely exclusively on this avenue and should build a process around cold reachouts. There are three ways an acquisition entrepreneur can reach out to the people and companies on his list. Phone, LinkedIn, snail mail, and email. The search process is a numbers game, and each of these methods can yield success. Directly calling, although not frequently used by many acquisition entrepreneurs, can be quite effective depending on the comfort and personal preference of an acquisition entrepreneur. Email allows an acquisition entrepreneur to reach out to thousands of companies per week, while letters to hundreds at most. However, some acquisition entrepreneurs report higher hit rates with personalized letters than with emails. A common and fairly successful technique is to start with a personalized email and follow up with a phone call less than a week later. Regardless of the reach-out method utilized, an acquisition entrepreneur should aim to meet with the owner in person as soon as possible. The goal in this first in-person meeting is not necessarily to buy the company, but instead to learn and build industry expertise. This knowledge will increase an acquisition entrepreneur's credibility with sellers, build her confidence for future meetings, and help her practice and iterate her pitch. After several of these types of meetings, the goal should be to generate quality leads using river guides, cold reachouts or industry conferences. The importance of using meetings to learn and build confidence early in the process cannot be stressed enough. Though fairly inefficient at first glance, this process will help an acquisition entrepreneur build a foundation of skills and comfort that will yield exponential returns later in the search phase. The Intermediated Search Process and Operations The balance of an acquisition entrepreneur's time approximately 20%, should be spent on brokered deals and managing search fund operations. This means that in a given week, an acquisition entrepreneur should spend one day or less reaching out to brokers, signing non-disclosure agreements, NDAs, analyzing inbound deals, managing the company pipeline, 
managing interns and dealing with unforeseen events. While the broker process rarely produces quality leads, utilizing interns to screen inbound leads can save time and increase the chances of finding a quality lead. In addition to creating a few interesting opportunities, an acquisition entrepreneur can use the broker process to come up with new industries to analyze and research. To this end, in the very beginning of a search, an acquisition entrepreneur may consider spending a bit more time on the brokered process. An acquisition entrepreneur should beware of the tendency to spend too much time analyzing deals, especially when she has not yet qualified the seller. It is critical to avoid going too far down the path before understanding whether the owner is a seller. Though analyzing deals is often more fun and interesting than reaching out to companies, it will detract an acquisition entrepreneur from the search process. An acquisition entrepreneur should decide whether to work on a daily schedule or a weekly schedule, in which every day, or week, looks the same. This helps an acquisition entrepreneur maintain focus. Typical schedules may look like the following. 1. Meet with team to discuss work plan for the day and ensure team alignment. 2. Read up on industry or company to prepare for calls, 5 to 15 minutes to get smart. 3. Start owner and broker calls, 2 to 6 calls or meetings in the day. 4. Respond to emails and clear inbox. 5. Conduct industry research, reading, googling, checking recently closed deals in late-stage VC and growth equity, brainstorming. 6. Check that reach-out emails are ready to be sent for the evening or next morning. Let's talk about metrics and benchmarks. The search process has one goal, to buy a business, and it takes an acquisition entrepreneur approximately two years to accomplish this goal. Working with a goal that is two years away can be mentally taxing and exhausting. Thus, in addition to building a structure to her weekly schedule, an acquisition entrepreneur should create objectives and benchmarks for the short term, instead of two years away. This can help make the process more palpable and less tiring. In order to get five high-quality in-person meetings per month, an acquisition entrepreneur should come up with an appropriate funnel. Below is a sample funnel. There will most likely be additional steps between some or all of the milestones above, for example financials review, valuation, pricing conversation. It is difficult to create benchmarks for all of these milestones because the numbers will vary widely between acquisition entrepreneurs depending on their specific tactics, for example email versus postal mail, and schedules. With this important caveat, below is an example of the first-year results of one acquisition entrepreneur with a postal mail approach. Initial reach out. 3. 404. Response. 256. Positive follow-up. 124. In-person management meetings. 25. Pricing conversation and indication of interest. 16. LOIs sent. 4. LOIs signed. 2. Another tip is to have an IOI template ready. This is a marketing document that explains why you are the best possible owner for this business. All you need to do is edit the valuation range, seller financing components or other structural assumptions. At Offers.ai, we have included tools and templates that make this process simple and automated. Finally, LOIs. There is generally a misconception among new acquisition entrepreneurs that a letter of intent is a big deal, and that an acquisition entrepreneur needs to make sure the deal is nearly perfect before presenting an LOI to the seller. Successful acquisition entrepreneurs are often ones who have signed LOIs in the first year of their search. As such, acquisition entrepreneurs should not make a big deal out of the LOI process. This is not to say that an acquisition entrepreneur should not make every effort to include crucial deal points in the LOI, 
such as referencing a seller note or specific due diligence concerns. However, an acquisition entrepreneur should not waste unnecessary time or energy on the LOI. Given the uncertainty involved in the search process, an acquisition entrepreneur should aim to have multiple opportunities to close a deal. The bar to acquire a company is much higher than the bar to get a company under LOI. Below are the three criteria an acquisition entrepreneur should review when deciding whether to present an LOI to the seller. 1. Company is in an industry the acquisition entrepreneur knows and likes, a big and growing industry, huge safety net. 2. Company has many of the key ingredients for success, for example, recurring, contractual revenue, history of profits and growth, low capex, high EBITDA margins, EBITDA of 2 to 4 million, seller dynamic is positive, seller has a real catalyst to sell and to sell specifically to the acquisition entrepreneur. 3. Company is offered at a fair price, not overvalued but not cheap. Once the seller signs the LOI, an acquisition entrepreneur may find out that the seller wants to change the price, that the analysis on recurring revenue shows irregularities, or that there is too much customer concentration. The deal can blow up. The acquisition entrepreneur or the seller can decide to walk away. Although it is painful when this happens, it is better to have discovered this information before buying the business and nearly impossible to have found such issues without the LOI-induced due diligence process. That's it for now. Hope you enjoyed these tips on accelerating the search process.